this next edition of Folks Talking Sports, episode 119. Joining me is my man, Willie Gibson, and soon to be joining me is Mr. A.D. Moore from the Ad Max Corner. Mr. Gibson is doing double duty, and I guess so is A.D. Moore. They got three minutes ago talking about the Browns win over the Texans. Yes, sir. How much grief did you give? Well, first off, excuse me, my man. How are you? I'm doing well, my brother. How are you? Doing well, doing well. How much How much smack talk did you give Mr. Moore during, during the, the Admax nah, Corner show? Nah, not a lot. Not a lot. Like I told him, man, this is the third 10-win season for the Browns since 1999. I don't have a lot of room to smack, smack talk right now. You know, he's going to rock with it and keep it moving. That's fair. And that's, that's noble of you, sir. Because my man, <laughs> last night on the Rockets show, even though we were talking about the Rockets win and offering mm-hmm. Shin Goon scoring 37 career high and all those things, mm-hmm. my own family bring him in as well. My kinfolk, my folks watching the show, my LTHR family. KG, KG, how about them Pistons, man? Ooh. How about I'm like, all right, okay, hey, I, hey, way to show y'all love going, going in that route. And you know, what Tuesday? Tuesday, the Cavs out the record books. We'll take that. Thank you. So, you know, 26 straight losses, all those good things. I'm like, yeah, Let's I, speak it 27. I, I, I know my team sucks, and I, I know I had a, I predicted I guaranteed they'd win Thursday, and they didn't against what was left of Utah. And come to find out, Detroit took those dudes for granted. <laughs> I lost 20,000 in a row, ain't taking an opponent for granted, but that's why y'all lost anyway. Yeah. Mr. A.D. Moore. Yes, sir. I'm going to ask you. Yes, sir. Gibson was being noble and professional. How much smack talk did he give you on the Admax Corner about the Browns win over Texans, sir? He No, Mr. Gibson was very professional, very forthright. And, 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 and wait a minute. Here's the thing about it. And here's what I, here's what I appreciate about it. Because we, we asked, posed him a question. He said, well, do you want me to tell you the truth or tell you a lie? And I think we were talking about once when Deshaun Watson went down. Yeah. Well, and he said, well, you want me to tell you the truth or tell you a lie? I said, man, this is the corner. We caught, we we just lay it out there. You know, if some folks may call it a lie, we, you know. We, but now he, he, um, I, I, you know, well, you know, at the end, I had to let him go ahead and expound on the Buckeye. You yeah. know, I would, I would have been remiss. Yeah. You know, but so I, I, you know, I, and I wanted to because you know, here's the thing about it: when you have an opportunity to get a get a guy with his knowledge and with his oh, yeah. with, with, with his with his with his pizzazz and with his husband, and when you got a chance to get him on your show down here, which I had this, and it's the first time I've had him. You know, we've talked about it, right? And right, my right. First, and I'm appreciative of him coming on, but it won't be the last time. But mm-hmm. but I, but I, I really appreciate him coming on. But you know, I just had to tell a story about how he tried to slip into Houston last year. Oh, and and then I'm going like that look like Willie Gibson. Yeah, that is Willie Gibson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me. You got me, Tony. M., thank you very much for watching us here on YouTube. You can also watch the show on Instagram at Folks Talking Sports because it does seem like I did it correctly. So you can go to Folks Talking Sports on IG if you want to do that as well, or follow us on Musk at folks talk sports so it's a little different on musk as well y'all know musk is different and musk i'm hanging on there for a little bit not much longer but uh joining me is from the admas corner mr ad adolphus more salute to you sir and and let all three of us give a shout out thank you tony for those kind words some someday the pistons will win again someday 
They sure. won't go two and eighty. But what, I won't what, guarantee what, it. What's what's the record? I mean, I'm two and twenty-seven. Two and twenty-seven. They lost twenty-six in a row. So but so they I, won. I they won motor tie and, and then two motor two motor set a new record, right? No, no, they, they tied. They, they tied the record last night. Oh, they oh yeah. <laughs> Losing twenty-six oh, straight in, in 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 the season twenty-six in a row in yeah. in a season. Yes, I think for what overall twenty-nine in a row. Lapping over two seasons, they might get that. Rockets game is on January first. I'll say this: I doubt it will happen because I have no reason to believe that they could do it. But man, oh man, man, oh man, Willie, AD, Rocket, Tony M, Rocket folks are watching. If by some chance, if by some miracle, if my Pistons beat the Rockets in H Town on January first to wow. end the losing streak. I would talk so much trash to all of y'all. Wow. All of y'all. Wow. Man, that's uh, yeah, right well, now. you know, you, you know what? <laughs> I guess I guess if you do, you you'll be what they quote unquote, you're gonna break the internet, huh, Chris? Well, in my own you, little world, I would, yes. But uh but I'm I'm still trying to understand, man. I know it's a young team that I mean. You know what this they remind me a lot of the Rockets a couple years ago. Well, I'm gonna come in here on just they're gonna talk for photo say in, in a second. Detroit tried so hard to get Monty, the only Tom Gores did <laughs> 12 million dollars, 12 million per making the highest paid coach in the NBA. They got him, but the guys aren't motivated to play for him. Nah, that's that I mean part of it. Part of this is also Monty's too nice. Part of it also is on the players who couldn't stop Tony M, Justin, Will, AD, or me from scoring points. Couldn't keep us out the paint. I mean, right now, me and my 51-year-old self could get them off, beat them off the dribble. Wow. And and that's not give me any praise because my, my hooping days ended 30-some years ago. But the way those guys play defense individually, looking at you, Jay Nivey, you, Kate Cunningham, you, Marcus Sasser, Arthur Thompson, all, all of y'all. Your defense sucks. Sucks. Plus, combine that with I don't know what they're coaching y'all because the pick and roll defense is they have no idea what they're doing, pick and roll. Well, let me, but whatever. Let, Chris, let me ask this question then. I mean, everybody saw the point in the finger at Monty, but I'm sitting there going, like, look what Monty has to work with. Oh, no, no, no. That's part of it as well. GM Troy Weaver has made some a lot of misses. Ownership, owner Tom Gore spoke to media on Thursday or Friday. He acknowledged some mistakes. He acknowledged that he expected them to be in contention for playing this season, which I didn't think they would be. I thought they'd cap out around 30 wins if everything went well. Everything did not go well from September when guys started getting hurt. The veterans were hurt. Then everything started going on the toilet. But, yeah, this team was flawed from the jump. So some of the colleagues, national writers who had all these high expectations for them this season, I was like, based on what? <laughs> I don't know what y'all see that I don't see. <laughs> Combine that with new head coach, new staff, no quality vets, as Willie and I have talked about off air, who can keep them in line, help them get themselves in order, help them be professional, help them sometimes forget about the coaches. This is this is on us. This is what we need to do. They have none of those dudes, none of those vets. And Justin bring up this comment right here. A lot of national folks said the same thing about Kate right there. Wow. So Kate, hey. Kate has to take some blame for this. His defense is poor. Still, 
he missed all the last season. He missed, I mean, 70 games the last, you know, the season. So it's taken him a while to get back to NBA shape, game <clears throat> skills, game management, all those things. But his decision-making is awful. When he's averaging almost five turnovers a game, that's awful. We're going into the third, third month of the season. He hasn't fixed that yet. And then his defense against Utah. Utah. Utah's backups. He got lit up. You know, so this is on him. But a lot of folks saying Cade was so great. A lot of folks said Jay Nigel was so great. Detroit got such great youngsters, and now they're not playing well. Oh, Troy Weaver's made, made the mistakes. Well, hold up. <laughs> what a, a lot of y'all said these are great draft picks. But they're, now they're not playing well. Now it's Troy Weaver's fault. I'm, I'm confused. Either they were talented when he drafted him, or something's happened. What, what happened there? Detroit won the draft. They won. Jalen Duran's been injured. That was the issue. They miss him, miss his presence. You know, Troy Weaver, well, you know this, being covered in Central Division with the Cavs. Marvin Bagley, James Wiseman, same dude. You don't need the same dude. Neither one of them have reached their expectations yet. He got two of them. <laughs> he tried to get these low-risk, high-reward dudes, and all of them have failed. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem. That's that's the issue right there. So so in other words, should they bring Joe Dumas back? Joe's happy being executive in the NBA League office. That's what he Joe, 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 want, Joe is Joe. the Lord of Discipline. He's handing out all the suspensions and the fines. That's what he's doing now in the league office. And Justin Jalen Doran is hurt. He's the big man you're talking about from Memphis. Well, James Wiseman, are you talking about? Him? Well, yeah, but, <laughs> really. But Wiseman hadn't done anything. His defense is bad. It's just I, I could. Uh, this is not about Detroit Pistons because I could give y'all a long list. I could do the whole show about those sorry ass Pistons, but I'm not here to do that. Marcus Sass is struggling. Cougar ties, so I can talk about him struggling. He's been struggling for like a month. Five minutes, Will. Five minutes, AD. Justin, Tony, in five minutes. Marcus had two turnovers in five minutes. Hmm. Didn't play the rest of the game. Why? Why would he? He's turning the ball over. Poor decisions, not making shots. Pick a dude. There's not one player for Detroit playing well. Add all up. I mean, this is what you get. Logan, I'm to open. the extreme. <laughs> no to, the, to the extreme. And I say all that to go back to it. If by some miracle, if, and it will be a miracle, but if by some miracle, Detroit, woeful Detroit, comes into H-Town on New Year's night and beats the Rockets, I'm going to do a Let's Talk Houston Rockets show right after that game. I'm going to be cheesing, 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 and y'all can just, <laughs> just smile and say, how about that? I, I read, I did not hear it. I heard it that in the calendar year of 2023, January won, to December. They won four games. They won four games. Yes, sir. I said it last week on the show. They won four okay. games. Okay. Like, what did I hear that? I'm like, are you serious? Like, they won four, four games. Four games. Two, two January to April when they were Intensely trying to lose, trying to get Wimby, and then now two more since late October to now. Yep. That's so they're like four and fifty-nine, whatever. I don't know how many it is, but they won four games all year, the calendar wow. year of two thousand twenty-three. Yes. So, well, let me ask the court: Are y'all gonna make double-digit wins this this year? Can y'all get the double? Ad, digits? I'm trying to get to three. 
I told Will that no, on I'm, Thursday. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm, to I'm three. I'm trying to add, you know, hope hope springs eternal. Double digits. I'm trying to get yeah. to three. You can't get to 10 without getting to three. I'm, well, that's true. Yeah, in the streak first. I'm th 10. <laughs> Let's get three. And then if you get to three, then four. And then if they get to four or five, 10 is a pipe dream right now. <laughs> 10. What? <laughs> oh, come on now. But in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, if if Detroit, a lot would have to go wrong for the Rockets to lose to Detroit in Houston on January 1st. Honestly, yeah. a lot would have to go wrong. They got, the, they got the Jazz again on the third. Oh, yeah. They play. I mean, but who knows? You know, know. at, at some point, everybody. at some point it's going to end. I just don't know when it's going to be <laughs> at some point. Uh, let's see the media. My colleagues up in Detroit, they're lighting up Detroit, not Troy Weaver so much, but all of them are saying a change needs to happen. And personnel, you know, fans are frustrated about, you know, saying after loss to Utah at home, sell the team. Tom Gore's ain't selling the team. Please, come on now. I mean, that's, I don't know y'all are fans being fanatical, but he's not selling the team. Give me a break. Dan Gilbert may hope he does. You know, yeah. That's, that, that's, another, that's, story. that's another story. And that's, that's not another happening. story. Oops. Troy Weaver will be safe this season. Mont Williams, this is, this was an issue. Will, you and I talked about it at the time. Oh. Monty got the job. Monty didn't, he turned down the job the first time. Yep. And then Tom Gores raised the price and gave him 12 mil a season. And then Monty said, okay, well, I think I'm reconsider. Yep. So that was the red flag right there. Yep. Well, this, this is part of what they get. But in all seriousness, Florida State and ACC. Because uh. this, this is Folks, Pocket Sports, get that mug right there. Get you some FTS merch. And Mr. Moore, Brother Gibson, I don't know, did you acknowledge it on AD's corner? On the no, corner? I, didn't. I didn't. Okay, but Brother Gibson is getting his own merch. Yep. Mr. Oh, really? Moore? Yeah. 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 Yeah, the Will Knows Podcast. Okay. Well, yeah, outstanding, sir. And next time you're on there, man, just, just you know, that, that, that sweatshirt or whatever, just, you sit. See, Chris is unabashed, and he just sit there and, here right. you go, here, you know, Chris, whatever, poet, poet, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I want. Hey, I want all of us to eat. I want all of us to shine, be in the spotlight. I want all of us to eat. So yes, do that. Absolutely. Florida State. Florida State is suing the ACC. The ACC is suing Florida State. <laughs> they filed theirs Thursday. Florida State filed theirs Friday. I'm going to ask uh, you, AD, you chime in in a second, but Mr. Gibson. Yes, sir. The Ohio State University, mm -hmm. Big Ten country. Mm -hmm. What say you? Because you seem adamant, but do you believe Florida State will be in the Big Ten? Do I believe? No. I do not. Ever? No, ever's a long time when you take the four off that. No, boy, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, never say never, but in this um, current iteration, I would say no. No, I don't believe. Okay. Do you believe? Because I don't believe they'll be in the SEC. There you go. That's where I'm going. Yep. Because I do not believe 
and for a few reasons, because, you know, folks who chime in on all the platforms could say it pointed out about, well, the Longhorns are in there after the Aggies. That's the Longhorns. Texas is a whole nother level. Yeah. Florida, University of Florida will be, since those politicians are already over there in Florida man world, are already sticking their nose in businesses that doesn't really pertain to them. But beyond the Capitol steps, hell no, we don't want Florida State in this conference. No, no way in hell. Georgia, proximity. Nope, we don't want them in this conference. Nope, 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 nope. So I don't, the only way I could see Florida State in the SEC, and some folks have written about it and discussed it, is if it's is to prevent the Big Ten from adding the Seminoles, adding Florida State, and adding the state of Florida as a market. So it'd be defensive. Prevent away. Prevent That's the away. only way I can see it happen. Yeah. Uh, hey, guy. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm missing something, but I mean, I know, I know, Florida, Florida State still upset, and 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 I think there's some justification, you know, for them to be upset. You know, they went undefeated, didn't make, didn't make this, you know, the college football playoff, and rightfully so. You know, if you go by what they say is the reason how you know what they selecting teams on. But I'm I'm going now. You start suing, but then wait a minute. That 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 stands the reason because down there in Mar-a-Lago, we got a guy that's been sued, suing, and suing everybody else. So I guess I guess I guess that's a disease in Florida. If you don't get your way, you start suing folks. Or just well, no, no, no. They the not being in in the CFP Final Four was the last straw. They were going to sue the ACC regardless. It's just a question. Of, they were going to announce it. Just a question. Of when they've been playing this for a year, <laughs> it was going to happen. They do not want to be in the ACC. Will unless a lot of financial things change in their favor million, to stay in their conference. Now, yeah, their but attorneys when, 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 did the they, when did they sign this contract? When, when? Because we talked about this a little bit. I had a chance to talk about this a little bit earlier, in on the press box in between. In between the Browns, you know, having practice sessions on the on the Houston Texans today, but <laughs> quit smiling, Will. I mean, you said it, yeah. I didn't say that. Well, I mean, hell, hell, it was, man. I mean, come on. Like I said, I thought that was Daryl Lamarca for the way, way he was throwing bombs around here. But anyway, I digress. But I'm going. I'm, I'm going back to this point that. These schools got. I mean, you got enough money. You can soak money in the paying lawyers as opposed to paying kids. I mean, you don't get your way, so we start suing folks now. I mean, the, they've been in ACC for, for how long? Just because you got a down period? I mean... Oh, no, no, you know. no. no this, this, those, those, what you're saying is true to a point. They've been planning, plotting this, is a better way, plotting this since the Big Ten got their huge media rights deal, which is 40 to 50 million, ultimately, more per school than anybody in the ACC will get in their deal. So they've been part of this. You know, they're the ones who say, we cannot live, we cannot sustain it. That's what they're saying. We cannot sustain competing at the national level with such a huge gap 
in revenue between us, ACC members, Big Ten, and SEC members. That's that's part of this. Okay, that's part of it. The thing is, ACC schools signed the grant of rights deal. Right. When ESPN proposed the ACC network a few years later, they said to them, we will create, establish the ACC network, the linear TV network, TV platform, if y'all agree to extend these grant of rights to 2036. The initial grant of rights was set to expire in 2027. But ESPN said, and now Florida State people, attorneys, fans, et cetera, saying ESPN gave the members an ultimatum and said, either y'all extend this grant of rights or no TV deal. And that's why the member schools agreed to it. Some folks say that Commissioner Phillips was the only person to sign it, actually sign the extension and not the reps for the other member schools because he's the commissioner of the conference. So he signed it and agreed to it, whatever. He's got some ties to Raycom. His son's part of Raycom. That's a whole other part of the conspiracy. Raycom, all those things. But the member schools agreed to the extension. If I'm a lawyer and I looked at whatever version of the grant of rights on the internet, shout out to Andrew Carter from the Charlotte News and Observer. The way it's worded, Florida State signed it, agreed to it. You know, the lawyers can say, we felt coerced into this. How are you going to prove coercion in, in a court of law, Will? Because you signed it. AD, you signed it. You still, you can go to whoever you, whoever the person in charge at the yep. signatory and say to them, is this you? Who, who, is this who your name? Quick question. Yes, sir. Who appoints the commissioner uh, of the who 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 approves them to have that position? I mean, who what 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 are the people who isn't it the presidents of these well, respective the presidents, of course, institutions? The presidents do all that. Yes, the presidents. Okay, so the that means yes. So that means the presidents have appointed the commissioner. The commissioner has negotiated a contract, and all of us and, and he and, and he has in the uh, I mean, let's see, I'm trying to remember some of my B law. So he is the, you know, he he acts as the attorney in fact, uh, a signature in fact for the rest of the schools because by e because he is the commissioner of the athletic conference, Atlantic correct. Coast Conference, correct? Correct. So when he when he put his name down there because he was approved, he was put right. in that position correct. by the presidents of these respective institutions, correct? Correct. So that, but see, you are correct. I agree with you. Will chime in, feel free. But I think, well, this is what they're trying to do. The Florida State fans, spot boosters, supporters, all those things, they're trying to say, spin, say, well, because none of us, our actual Florida State, our president, actual Florida State rep representatives signed it. We didn't sign it. We did not agree to the grant of rights. So therefore, we, we can get, we're, we're getting out of the grant of rights. Will, is that how you're going to interpret it? That's that's what I'm hearing, but how you 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 agreed that this man was representing you in all conference business, and yes. now that he's done that, well, no, well, really, I wanted to do it. No, that's not that's not how this works. No, and there and there are other things about the conference. The ACC has not a will not let the member schools 
get copies of the grant of rights so they can see themselves. They have to come to the, the conference office to view the, the grant of rights. They can't take pictures of it. You know, they can't make copies of it, all those things. But one, what I think is legit is they don't want the schools to have it because then they'd be open up to freedom of information requests yep. and they have to make that info public. So that's why they have not, and that's not, that's business by a lot of folks. Yep. They don't want all this stuff available. What, uh, certain politicians, certain private businesses, private entities, not, you know, private business, government, you have to make, you, you obey yourself to freedom of FOIA requests. Yep. But if you're a private business, oh yeah, you can make that request, but we're private. We don't have to give you that. You know you, we don't have to let you see this. So that's part of what they're doing. That's part of what they did. The thing is, see, Justin, welcome, Justin. Thank you, my man. See, that's what we do here on FTS. Talking about sports, not just about my sorry Pistons. <laughs> We're talking about Florida State, the ACC, and the business of Division One athletics. <clears throat> but I don't see how they're going to win. No. Some folks have a different viewpoint. Well, I no, no, I'm saying like where this. was it? Where's the lawsuit filed? Let me ask. Let me, it's not no, no, they, fi they huh? filed theirs in Florida. The ACC preempted that filing theirs in Carolina, North Carolina. So they they beat them to the punch. Yep. They filed theirs Thursday. Florida State filed theirs Friday. ACC filed theirs Thursday in North Carolina. Florida State filed theirs Friday in the state of Florida. The only way, and I'm not sure how this would be a win. Well, I know how it would be a win ultimately. Is they'd settle financial settlement, financial agreement. Both sides agreed to some massive payout. We'll touch on it. The FSU lawyers said during their board of trustees presentation that the total fees owed that Florida State would have to pay right now, right now, this year, is five hundred. $72 million. Years previous, the exit fee was nothing. Well, that was before the grant of rights. <laughs> I mean, and that was before the grant of rights was extended to 2036. The 572, part of it is the 42 million per member school payout times 12, because if they get out now, times 12, whatever years left on the deal. And then the, the fee you owe looks like $120 million. So that's roughly how they get the 572. So I'm not sure why Florida State is so shocked at that because if you're trying to leave 12 years ahead of time, <laughs> do the math. <laughs> I mean, 12 times 40 plus million plus whatever else gets you 572. But so, so the end game, and this is where AD, Justin, everybody chime in. Do you think, I don't think they should, but do you think the ACC would agree to a financial settlement Letting Florida State get out of the ACC, which it seems like with all the brash and bluffs they want to do, but I think they just want a bigger slice of the pie. Agree to a settlement, let them go, then figure out who's going to take them. Will says it's not going to be the Big Ten. I think if Fox said, we can come up with the money, you take them in Miami, for example. We'll, we'll find the money for those two. That would happen. I don't see it being the, AC, the SEC, period. 
Big 12 uh, fans well, are saying, well, it could be big. It won't be big it's, 12, basically, it's basically, we basically down to what? Three power conferences now? Well, let me put it, let, no, let me, let me put it like this. There are two power conferences and a, and yes. a, and a, and a little, and a, and a, and a little small brother. And I'm, and, and, and I'm, and I'm calling the SEC one. I'm calling the big 10 the other. All right. Right. Those, well, those well, are the, well, Steve, those well, Steve, huh? AD, you're correct, but AD, is the ACC a power conference without FSU as a member? Uh, now, no. A okay. few years back, a few years back, it, it depends on who's the king of the hill now. At, at this point right now, Florida State is the king of the hill. A few years back, it was Clemson. Remember Clemson that started making... Well, yes, but... That's football, and that's part of you know that part of the realignment decisions. But in terms of demographics, TV market size, state size, all those things, Florida's Trump, South Carolina. Okay, <coughs> eyeballs, TV numbers, all those things play into this decision as well. And well, Clemson, no, the SEC, is no is no. Well, let me, got, let, let me, ask, this quick, let me ask this quick, quick question, Chris. Is Notre Dame still still an affiliate of the Atlantic Coast Conference? Yes, in everything but football. Well, not everything, everything but, but okay. not hockey, right? Will hockey? No, is hockey's a big thing. Yeah, hockey's a big thing. All right, so Notre. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Notre Dame is independent football mm -hmm. affiliate of ACC basketball, mm -hmm. and then and then hockey. They part of the Big Ten. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nowhere, nowhere in America, man, they give one university can be a Oh, no, no. Because, Will, uh, who, uh, Oregon State and Washington State Mountain reached West. agreements to be affiliate members in the Mountain West a few days ago. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. But I just a, saw the headline. Like a handful of their sports may have to go to, what, the West Coast? Wait, no, they, they agreed to. Football is going to the Mountain West. The other sports will be in the West Coast Conference. Yeah. And then maybe like two or three varsity <coughs> sports will have to go somewhere else because the West Coast Conference does not offer scholarships for those remaining sports. So right there, AD, Justin, Tony M, Will, is further proof of what I've said, I've decried, Will said, is why doesn't football, college football, simply separate itself from all the other sports? Because AD said it, he touched on it. Notre Dame is independent in football, affiliate member in the ACC, hockey in the Big Ten. So please stop telling me. And then you got Oregon State and Washington State football in one conference, other sports in the West Coast Conference, and then the remaining sports will be in something else. So don't tell me it can't be done that you cannot separate college football from everything else. Yeah, you can. It can be done, but how many Notre Dames out there? One. That's okay. true. But I'm not saying no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, but, Ohio but State, Alabama, Texas, USC. The big time football programs could have their own thing, which is going to happen soon if President Charlie Baker has his way with the creation of the extra subdivision and raise and basically have an entrance fee to be a member of that club. Will? Yeah. Yep. That's happen. That's going to happen. Yep. Just a question of how many members can afford to pay that entry fee. And I'm not sure 
eventually for the short term uh will be a part of that because Tillman would pay it but long term i don't see how houston can survive without additional income if the entry fee to be in the club is like 50 million dollars a year whatever you know i'll just put out yeah. whatever Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Now, I, I was just going. So let me just clarify this: each school, as far as the super conference, has to contribute fifty mil a year. I think Charlie Baker said thirty million is is 30, the minimum. Okay, thirty million is the minimum. Okay, all right. So let me let let me let me just sort of look the elephant in the room, and I'm I'm just going to call. Where the hell is that lead title nine? That's part. See. That's part of it. You become, you pay your entry fee to this new subdivision. You allow yourself to create your own rules, have your own autonomy that you determine if you're going to do certain things. I don't, Chris. It's still that's that still that still does not say they nobody they're not going to do away with Title Nine. I don't care what you say. Because... No, they're not going to. But AD, if those schools agree to an entry fee, and their lawyers will find a way around Title IX. Or, or they'll just say, okay, we'll have these schools over here, you know, with Title IX and still be part of it. And that still would exclude because those schools who can afford to pay the entry fee can probably afford to have their Title IX take, be, be good, their membership. But other schools like Houston, Memphis, Texas Tech, other schools like that who cannot afford to pay Whatever the entry fee is agreed to and Title IX, they can't do both. So there, there will be a delineation between the upper crust and everybody else. It's happening. It's going to happen. Okay. I, I'm still I'm still looking at this $572 million that they ask if I'm, I, I, I wrote it down here. I'm, I'm still looking at this is a state. We're talking a state institution. We're talking is supposed supposed to be quote unquote state institution of higher learning education. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This 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 yeah, sound, right. this sound yeah. like a, a brokerage deal going on on uh on, in Manhattan. I mean, this, this this sounds like Wall Street. And think about it, AD. The numbers we just talked about on the corner. Yeah. Two point three, and the one point four. Yeah. Yeah. We talking about five hundred and seventy-two million. So yeah. what about uh, the what we were talking about? We were talking about he asked me what uh Marvin Harrison's uh yeah his NIL deal for Marvin yeah. Harrison to come back, which he's not coming back. Right, he he's not coming back for his senior season at Iowa State. But there are reports that uh the friends of the program are preparing a twenty million dollar NIL package to entice him to return for his senior season, which he's not because the math isn't mathing. Um, the third pick of the 2024 NFL draft in year one makes $24.1 million between signing bonus and first year salary. So about four million short. And Marvin Harrison Sr. is not letting him come back. Period. So, but to that point, 572 million, you got 572 to buy your way out of this deal. But until before five years ago, kids couldn't get cream cheese on a bagel yeah <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and now you know you got people 
Well, how is the how are these players? Because I, I know a player right now at Ohio State projected to be projected to be a mid to second round, mid to late second round pick in the NFL draft is pretty much going to stay for his senior season because his NIL is more than he would make as a second round pick in the NFL draft. And that mean that that means he would I mean in the second round starts at the at the thirty third pick. Yep. And that, and and the thirty third pick in the NFL. That's a that's a that's a that's a big number. Yep. It's I mean, think NIL. about. Yeah, that's the thirty third player taken overall in the draft. And this you know, kid, and this kid looking at he's his decision is, do I continue to play, pay for this sum of money? Or do I go be the thirty third? And I'm and I'm reason I'm saying thirty third because you know thirty two ten whatever. Sure. That that's the start of the second round, right? And so this kid is is balancing. You know what? Who ready for the kids? Oh yeah. See, I mean, I'm, I mean, no, no, I have no problem with it. What all this is doing and has done the last few years is crystallize what I have said about college football at the division level it's semi-pro sports it's pro sports folks have been oh no it's amateur athletics and all the hell it is it hasn't been for years stop living in fantasy land open your eyes to what's going on as coach chip kelly said look it's time to start playing paying these players stop with this farce and all of this the schools don't have the money to do this. It's going to ruin college sports. It's going to ruin college football. Then why are you paying coaches on a $10, $11, 12000000 dollars? Why are you paying the strength coach a million dollars? No, more than a million. I'm just putting out that number. Right. So don't don't <clears throat> say to the public. Well, no, it's on the public to open their eyes and stop believing this, these lies. And in some of these schools, some of these cities that the fans live and die with athletic programs, the cities, the education systems are trash. You know, I'm not saying about, but you know what I'm saying? There are some cities that are college towns that financially everything else is in shambles, but hey, our head coach is taken care of. And And folks are good with that. Open your eyes to what's going on. What's important? The coach being highest paid or the professor or the teacher or the police officer, the firefighter. On and on. To Justin's question right here. Do I think FSU would go to the Big 12 with UH? No. Mm-mm. Not enough money. Unless, unless money comes from, falls from the sky for Florida State. And one possible, well, never say never. But one possible way for that to happen is if the Big Ten and SEC say no to Florida State, you have no home. But Brett Yormark also says, come to us and we'll give you a bigger slice of the pie. Which would then make the Big 12 like it used to be on Texas with Texas in charge. That's not happening. <laughs> These member schools are not going through that same stuff. The, the old eight are not going to go through given one school 75% of the pie and we get 25%. They're not going to do that. So my question is, what is Florida State's endgame? Will says it. He believes it, that the Big Ten will not 
invite them mm-hmm. right now. I believe the SEC won't invite them. And I'm going to add something else into it because Florida State, they have put napalm behind them where they're walking forward. So I don't know. Never say never. Anything's possible in business. But I don't see how ESPN would be happy with them being in the SEC on the network. I I don't know why Florida State would be part of ESPN because a lot of FSU people are convinced, are convinced ESPN kept them out of the CFP. They are convinced ESPN was the reason we want Alabama in the Final Four, not Florida State. And there are not just fans, no fans are fanatical, but there are pe- people higher up in the decision paping pipeline at FSU who believe that we're not going to be at ESPN. No, no, no. You, you mean a, like a U.S. senator? That, that That's high up. You're talking about a you, you're referencing to a U.S. senator, i.e., yes, Rick. Yes, I am, but I'm talking about also on campus. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I'm well, okay. In but the I'm making process, yes. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, well, hey, you know what? U.S. Senator going to Trump. He oh, gonna yeah. Trump, all all gonna those Trump in, as well. They Trump everybody on the campus anyway. You know, they're, they're, but see, the politicians trying to swoop in and say, yes, we're going to save Florida State. Believe us. We're going to get this done. We're going to fight the good fight. FSU, they don't have a good case. They don't have a, they have a good case. It's not a strong case. They're not going to win. I don't see them, especially... And y'all know this. Joe, you know this. Tony M., you know this. If by some chance the ACC loses the initial lawsuit, the ACC is going to appeal. This is going to go on and on and on and on. Well, in the first place, Chris, I don't see, I, 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 you know, and no, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to try to play one. I've had, I had a year worth of B-law. You know, understanding that here's the deal. I I think that by the ACC going ahead and filing the initial lawsuit and the fact of where they filed their lawsuit, I think that puts that puts them sort of in in, in the uh, in the uh, seat of power. I, I mean, agree. And, and and you know, again, I'm trying to go back to this issue. Well, uh, the commissioner that you will help appoint, all of a sudden he can't sign for you. I'm going like so. Who who? I mean, did, did Willie Gibson walk in there and take the contract and take a pen and draw <laughs> and, and, and draw a line? Did, well, did you draw a line through that part of the contract? Right. And and, 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 and yeah. initial it and, and take it out because I guarantee I guarantee you that that part of the, you know it's, it's it's no way it's no way no they're not gonna do that. Here's the part that bothers me and it bothers me on several fronts. These are allegedly. Uh, institutions of higher education. These are the upper crust of the intelligence in the country. And now you're telling me, well, we didn't know. But come on, man. Cut it out. Then why am I sending my kids to your friend to to your to your uh to your university? Right. And how, how, I, how am I gonna trust you with educating my child if you don't understand simple contracts? Well, I'm sure it's on a simple contract. I'm sure it's complex, but you don't understand the contract and the parameters and the ramifications of signing said contract. And come on, man. And like I said, how are they going to prove they were coerced <clears throat> into this deal? 
was I was mean, literally was a gun to your head pointed well, at you. I mean, well, I, that's what I'm saying. How how will you, know. you prove coercion in a court of law? Right. Because you still signed the contract, or the representative that you appointed signed the contract. So how are you going to prove in front of the judge that you were coerced into what you believe is now a bad deal? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I want to know. And let me say, full disclosure, I am a Florida State fan. Go back to Bobby Bowden days, long the fumble ruski, all that stuff way back when, the, the trick, the fake punt way back when, when Florida State was building the program. Right. All those, because I hated Nebraska. I wasn't <clears> a big <throat> fan of Miami. So I tried to latch on to somebody that was on a come up. You know, back when Dion was there and, and, you know, way back. But I'm just saying, how are you going to prove that you were coerced into agreeing to extend the grant of rights? Exactly. And the kicker is that came out Friday at the trustees meeting is that ESPN has the unilateral, unilateral discretion to end their media deal with the ACC by 2027. Negotiation window begins in 2025. So 18-month, 24-month, 25-27, ESPN has the unilateral discretion to end their deal with the ACC or extend it to 2036. Sure. And that's, that's the part where folks are like, what? How about that? How did how about that? Why did y'all agree to that? How 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 dare you? So FSU putting all the dirty laundry out there for everybody to see. So ESPN is not happy about that for sure, which is another reason why I say I don't see how Florida State will be part of anything pertaining to the ESPN going forward. But I think I pulled it up here. Let me see if I can. I didn't. I'm gonna have to read it. So bear with me. But I just I do not know everything. Be the what? first person to say it. No. So let me see here. Yes, you do, Chris. Part of the grant of rights. My phone won't cooperate with me, but okay. One of the clauses. Each of the member institutions acknowledges that the grant of rights during the entire term is irrevocable and effective, effective until the end of the term, regardless of whether the member institution withdraws from the conference during the term or otherwise ceases to participate as a member of the conference. Oh, so did I translate for that? I want all mine. That's what I heard. Okay. I want, I want all mine. Thank you. AD, Justin, one more yeah. time. Each of the member institutions acknowledges that the grant of rights during the entire term is irrevocable and effective until the end of the term regardless of whether the member institution withdraws from the conference well <clears throat> all, all that blustering that how y'all gonna beat that well I'll, well, I, I, come on, man. It's it, it's the dichotomy of the word, okay? 
<laughs> yeah, go ahead. Stop listening. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's the dichotomy of the word. I want to hear this. Go ahead. Yeah, because that it, 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 we we we'll 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 get them down to the to the basic, and you know, it, it's probably it's probably that 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 term that terminology in there that is probably a Latin phrase or Greek phrase, and I think somebody's gonna jump up and say they didn't quite understand the. The 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 uh, Latin of the Latin Latin term of the uh, of the word. I don't think they they understood that. That that that's uh huh. So the judge will say, so you signed something you, you do not understand. That's your fault. Case dismissed. Let's get on out of here. Hey, I was just trying to come up. I was just trying to come up with some with with, with some with some form of. I mean, because. Like I say, nobody kicking no money my way, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get bogged down in it. But do y'all agree with me based on that's item six, paragraph six, whatever it is, how you want to read all the, the stuff in, in the contract, but in the grant of rights, acknowledgements, representations, warranties, and covenants is the, the uh, title, the context of that paragraph. Right. Justin, what say you? You're still watching Hit us on Instagram, YouTube, or Musk. Each of the member institutions acknowledges that the grant of rights during the entire term is irrevocable and effective until the end of the term, regardless of whether the member institution withdraws from the conference during the term or otherwise ceases to participate as a member of the conference. Make it uh, make sense the, to me, Will. Uh, are the attorney, are the attorneys for Florida? Are, are they, are they, are they working on pro bono or somebody? Or who's who's footing this bill? Please, probably Florida State boosters, and, and at some point down the line, uh, citizens of Florida. Uh, the no, the taxpayers are going to be on same, yeah, same thing. Taxpayers, citizens tax, of Florida. Taxpayers yeah. going to be footing this bill. Yeah. <sighs> But yep. like I like I said, all those politicians coming in like they're superheroes, we're gonna save the day. Give them those. Let them read that what I just read, and have them explain how they're gonna beat that. Because here's the doomsday scenario: if the ACC settles agrees to a settlement with Florida State, then what would stop Clemson, North Carolina, Virginia, Miami, and other, heck, other schools and other conferences? Well, FSU challenged Grand Rights and won in a sense because it got a financial settlement. Well, let's not do, well, let's do that here. Right. So the precedent that this could set could truly have a, a massive impact on Division One athletics. Well, wait a minute. It, all right, hold up, guys. The commissioner of the SEC, and and maybe and I'm and correct me because I re, I think this came well. It's been out, but I think it's, it's been restated in a couple of ways. 
And the commissioner of the SEC, aren't they going back to Congress, want Congress to help protect them from their own selves? I mean, well, that's not just Greg Sankey. A lot of the conferences, Congress commissioners want Congress involved for what um, the antitrust exemptions. They want to help them pass a nationwide NIL package to establish guardrails for all of the member schools to adhere to. Right, Will? Yes. Right. So okay, they, as, they as, as, as if Congress don't have enough to do. Exactly. Now we got to, now we now they got to come in here and protect institutions of higher learning where you have your physicists, you have you know you know your your mathematicians, you have some of the top law schools in America in the world. They can't co cobble together. Uh, a deal that that could be amenable to them. They you don't have to want go that. To Congress. They don't want that. These financial issues, the financial reality, has been staring them in the face for years. You know, colleges, Division One administrators, for years, continue to peddle, perpetuate the student assets. Oh, my bad. The student athletes are are not employees. They don't deserve to be paid. They don't deserve to get any money. They only deserve hell. Or just the last three years before we got nil, and that's because they lost well, lawsuits. They lost I, in the I, court. You know, so they've refused to acknowledge this for years. They could have, should have, got together as members, reached some sort of agreement that was amenable to, if you want to just do it to the autonomy five, autonomy four, whatever. And then everybody else say, okay, here are the rules. Here are the parameters for NIL. Could have done this 10 years ago. How, how old is the Ed O'Bannon case, Will? Wow. Uh, 80, Ed O'Bannon, what, 80? Was it in the 80s, Will? Mid-80s? No, 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 not that old. No, no, not that old. Are you no. talking about Ed O'Bannon? Ed O'Bannon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was that was at UCLA, man. What? Uh, yeah, he he play, he saw himself on his friend's uh, video game, right? So yeah, Ed O'Bannon, Ed but Ed O'Bannon is in his forties now. Well, okay, well, wait a minute. Now, yeah. okay, if he's forty, about twenty-five years ago. Yeah, maybe the late nineties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So way back when. <clears throat> The court case was decided, looks like, in 2014, 2015. So let's go back. Let's say 10 years. The NCAA membership should have, 10 years ago, realized we're starting to lose these, these court cases. We need to figure this out and be proactive. But you had President Mark Emmert, who could not spell proactive. 2009. Sorry. 2009 it was decided 2014 finally i think yeah yeah that was the final but but it, but it was so initially filed in the no no oh no. nine no it was decided but i'm talking about but they don't know didn't he file it early no he filed it he played he saw the game in 95 okay played in 95 okay all right that's what i okay i got you yep he filed it in 2009 okay so that's when they should have realized we need to get this resolved. They didn't do it. They kept kicking the can down the road, not kicking the can down the road. So the ultimate irony is 
They want to get the ultimate can kickers involved, as in the politicians in Washington, D.C., to resolve their issues. Most of those folks couldn't solve crap. They just kick cans down the road in perpetuity and hope people don't realize it. So you got one group who failed to be proactive 15 years ago, want to get another group who hasn't been proactive for, for 50 years and say, please help save us from ourselves. And that's where we are. So yep. I, I am curious to see what the ACC does, what Florida State does, what the Big 12 does. Eventually, I do think the ACC is going to change membership. And I think at some point, the Big Ten will expand two schools, whatever those two schools may be. The Big 12 will take wh whoever the Big Ten and the SEC don't want. That's what the Big 12 would do. If that's Louisville, Pittsburgh, Clemson, whoever, they'll take them. And then maybe we'll get to what? What is it? 54 to 60 members in three conferences. Something like that. Wow. So 18 to 20 per conference, which we know I hate because yep. a 20-team conference is not a conference. It's yep. two 10-team conferences smashed together. But that's what that's what is going to happen. And then at some point down the line, when they do establish the next subdivision of Division I athletics and have that exclusive club based on really an entry fee, that 60 members will probably whittle down to 20 to 25 for those who can pay that entry fee annually. This is what this is what's going to happen. Also. I think there will be a collective bargaining agreement because there will be some sort of union for the student assets. Doggone, I did it again. The student athletes, my fault, NTAA. Oh, well, no, I'm not an employee of y'all. The student assets will form unions, unionize, and then there will be CBAs, collective bargaining agreements, to hammer out more of the details about pay, taxes, all those things. It's all going to happen. Just a matter of time. A.D. Will, Justin, wrapping it up. The last few weeks, more and more. Tony M., if you're still watching, more and more. My alma mater, UH, has started including, has started referencing Lincoln Cougs, the NIL, as uh, almost as a partner. They started posting those links to Lincoln Cougs. It's a collective on the press releases. It's on the website of uhcougars.com. Coach Willie Fritz, I asked him about it on signing day, his thoughts on NIL, and he mentioned he's looking forward to working with Lincoln Cougs to help fundraise. Yep. He, I, I, mean, I saw that clip that you had out there. It, it, it was interesting. <laughs> he, he, he hit the ground running, Chris. <laughs> yes, but the fact that UH is acknowledging an NIL collective, you know, it's like their, whatever I'm trying to say, a favorite nation status has been appointed to Lincoln Cougs. This is how, this is the business of college athletics. Universities, athletic departments have chosen their specific, their favorite collective to help you help support their 
student assets. Yep. Will? To your point, I want to say that I've been waiting to say this. I saw your coverage on signing day. Uh, kudos to you. Great, great, great coverage. Congratulations to you. But it's refreshing. Um, and I'm probably going to cast dispersions, but it's okay. Um, it's refreshing to see you cover an adult in the room. Yes, it is. And I can only imagine me watching as a as an observer from afar, you being in the building. I, I was watching it like, man, this is so different from any other coverage I've watched since you and I have been uh, you know, together. So it's that was, I was like, wow. So I just wanted to say that. Appreciate that. And thank you for saying that because I forgot. I had a moment. I meant to do this at the top of the show. All three of us need to give a shout out, a round of applause to AJ Andre Jones oh, no doubt. for putting the three of us in touch with each other. No doubt. Yeah. So no doubt. me and AD go back years, but we met Brother Gibson through AJ and yep. through the platform, the lunch break. We are yep. now collaborating on these shows on the Admax Corner on Folks Talking Sports. Brother Gibson, Will his Buckeyes, <laughs> Will Knows Podcast. The Buckeyes are in the Cotton Bowl. Yep. Mr. Moore and the Fifth Wildcat have been approved to cover the CFP national championship game under the houston round ball review media group umbrella so that's another reason why i'm discussing football and other sports not just hoops here on folks talking sports because i've just got to let folks know because some some folks don't know didn't know and on rare occasions some folks might have forgot i'm not new to this but I am true to this. So I know sports. I know what I'm talking about. And Justin, spread the word about this show because Brother Gibson, you and I, AD, I haven't seen too many other shows with credentialed members, yep. not former athletes, credentialed members who look like us talking about these issues. Correct. Uh, you can just what, what, let me just use the euphemism. Euphemism. Uh, we're we're the equivalent of the sixty minutes. Okay, <laughs> we can you we we can be we are the equivalents of the sixty minutes because like I say it's it's not it's not all X's and O's and everything because it's more to it than that. Now on the professional level, that's one thing, but but the but the nuances and everything that goes on in college athletics right now. You know, that's that's how I come out. It was I was you know I was half heartedly tongue in cheek when Willie was talking about by Marvin Harrison Jr. But I was sitting there going like, you know, let me be Marvin Harrison Sr. Yeah, you can go on down there if you want to. You put one foot on that field, <laughs> go play a game. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. And 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 it's interesting because I remember. For Tony Dungy, when when Marvin Harrison was going into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, and and Tony D Dungy told a story about Marvin Harrison, he you know Tony just sort of mentioned something in, in a joking way to Marvin Harrison Senior, and Marvin Marvin just and, you know Marvin's not a big guy. No, his son is his son right. is like what his son six was four. six six four, and Marvin Harrison Senior is what five five eleven, 11 maybe maybe. 
Maybe. Yep. But 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 Tony, you know, Tony Dungeon told a story about how he was joking and Marvin just made it clear right then and now. And this one when Tony was the coach at the Indianapolis Colts, and he made it clear. I don't joke about that. I mean, what the, the, the story because that's a serious, you know, he takes what he does, his profession serious. And and I'm pretty and I'm and that's why I come out with just sort of that's why as Will going like, what did the what did you know I all that all that with Ohio State purporting to put up what did the daddy say because yeah. at, yeah. at the end of the day that's the reason that that father is there that's the reason that you that you're not gonna have a situation like you have in memphis with certain with a certain player that i chose not to you know because you know because his father's sitting there being a father started sitting there being a being a pal and, and, and want to hang around with it you know that that's that's a father protecting the interests of his son. That's why I, I emphatically and specifically asked that question to Will because mm-hmm. I know good and well this you know he's he's been through those those that grind. He's been through all of that, and he's not gonna let his son make make that make make that decision not by himself. He's as smart as intelligent as he think he might be. There's there's something that comes with age, and age comes wisdom. And that's the reason that you have that father there for him to direct him, and that not well, telling him. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Not telling. Junior's tell got him. that. Got his dad in his corner. Yeah, Justin. Let me give you this th- shout out. Thank you very much. Justin says I'm usually here for Rockets and UH coverage, but I'm branching out into the other round ball review content. Appreciate that, man. The media group, because hopefully, Mr. Moore will find out that he's been approved to cover the big game. For the third straight year, you'll find that out soon enough. All part of the Houston Round Ball Review Media Group. I've applied again to cover the Women's Final Four, which the Round Ball Review has been approved for going on 20-plus years. So different things. It's not just Rockets, not just UH. I know some folks... Chris, man, why you talk about these other sports? Why you got Willie on here from, from Ohio? He's not from Houston. What does he know about blah, 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 blah? Because I'm trying to get people to think outside of our box and give us a broader perspective of sports, sports business, the business of sports, all those things, and not just not a little Houston Cougar bubble. Well, and, and Chris, let me just add this addendum because – you know, Willie. You know, he he added added a little caveat when he was talking about Marvin Harrison because he made the comparison between Marvin and CJ 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 uh, uh, Stroud what their NIL was at that point in time, and I'm right. and I'm so going like, oh, okay, because I mean, because he's on the scene. I mean, literally, he's sitting right there at the Ohio State University, and I underline Stroud. Yeah. You know, and 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 I did underline that V, Mr. Uh, appreciate Mr. Yeah, I, I know, that. I know, I know. You're gonna give me that look if I did. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so Justin, let me do this real quickly. We'll give everyone, everyone, appreciation. Wish you happy holidays, whatever you observing. Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Happy non-holiday if you do that too, whatever. But thank you very much for taking time. So salute to everyone. 
Mr. Willie Gibson, I'm going to give you the platform first to let everyone know how they can find you as soon as I can pull it up amongst all of this info I have listed here because I know I have it. There we go. It's your world, sir. Sir, uh, as always, appreciate the opportunity to, to be on with you, gentlemen. Um, that's the cross state. You can find me on uh, X, I do it, it's the end of the year, at Will Gibson 7 and on all other social media platforms at Will No Sports. Mr. Moore? Yes, sir. How can folks find you, sir? Well, you can find me X, Twitter, whatever, whatever Elon Musk is calling on, whoever, how much money he's lost, depending. He might, he might rename it again, but right now you can get me at uh, AD underscore more 64. You can see it right there on the bottom of the crawl. Instagram is, is the uh, AdMax Corner and also the AdMax Corner on YouTube. And I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, if you have not subscribed to the channel, my channel and the rest of the channels, please do so. All you got to do is just hit the subscribe button. I, and, and, and it's very much appreciated, you know, because I tell you what, like I say, we can we we can we can roll and battle with the best of them, and I don't and I don't take a back door to anybody. With the gentlemen that we have here, and with the knowledge that we that we come in that we possess, and with the facts, we, we can sit down and we can debate the issues with any and everybody. We take a back seat to no one. Period. Thank you, sir. And I am KG Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Find me on IG Spottable Threads and TikTok at Houston Round Bar Review. Appreciate everyone bring everybody back in and see if I can do it correctly. Excellent. Good. Gentlemen, thank you as always for your time, taking time out. Y'all did the double duty, started with the Admax Corner, but it's all part of the Houston Round Bar View Media Group on YouTube and part of the Admax Corner on YouTube. Brother Gibson, yes, sir. do you have your shirt? I don't have it today. No, I don't. I don't. Well, just give a shout out to how folks can, uh, is it ready for, yet for purchase? No, it'll be ready uh, beginning of 2024. So that was just the markup All right. moved last week. So 2024, we'll be rolling. We'll be Excellent. Rolling. To Tony M, Justin, everyone watching us on Instagram, YouTube, and Musk, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed the, the, the dialogue back and forth among all three of us, as well as the interaction with you, the audience. As always, Spread the word about the Houston Round Bar Review YouTube channel and the other platforms. As AD said, subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. Hit that bell so you can receive notifications of upcoming shows, more content in the future. If you want to advertise on this show on FTS, because we do are looking for advertising on <laughs> FTS, email me at kgardner at thehrr.com right here kgardner at thehrr.com get your banner placed in the upper right corner or and if you want to have it included in a crawl going across the screen or posted on the screen like you see right there with my email address wrapping it up a lot of fun today on episode 119 of folks talking sports the houston round bar review since 1994 local name global perspective Y'all take care. Peace.